This is How's the Bite, a weekly podcast on fishing the upper Mississippi River near Guttenberg, Iowa. We're based at Murray Bait and Tackle on the south end of this beautiful little river town. There's a big walleye on the sign and the word bait. A friendly place that's only open from 6 to 5 every day except Sunday when they're here from 6 to 3 selling bait and tackle. But there is a bait vending machine at the door and it's open 24 hours. We're going to give you a fishing report, talk about a big tent sale here next weekend, talk with a bluegill fisherman who catches his limit and shares how he cooks them. We'll also visit with a superior crappie fisherman who says to keep it simple. But for those of you and me who can't do that, Bob has a review of the latest technology he's seen at outdoor shows and a little demonstration and talk about braided line. Bob's also going to talk about etiquette in cold weather when you're on the boat ramp and you're dumping water out that other people then back through when it's no longer water but ice. My name is Ken Root. I talked Bob Urban into doing this podcast since I have a radio background and he wants to attract customers. Last week we put out our first podcast and Bob was worried. But today, as we were recording in the store, a man walked in from about two hours south. Actually, he drove in. He heard the podcast last night and came up. Bob almost kissed him. But we don't do that at Murray's Tackle and Bait. We just thanked Kevin Kudart, gave him a scoop of minnows, and interviewed him. Kevin Kudart is here with me, and you're here at uh, Murray's Bait and Tackle, and I understand you listen to the podcast. Yes, that's correct. How'd you find it? On... uh Facebook on the Mississippi Pool 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 Facebook group page. Well, you made uh, Bob's day, I'll tell you that, and (laughs) didn't hurt mine any either. What do you fish for if you had your pick? Walleyes, saugers. And you've fished all over for them, haven't you? Pretty much, yeah. Canada? Canada. Iowa? Yep, southern Iowa, going up to the Great Lakes next week, come to the river this week. uh, Iowa Great Lakes, I should say. Where do you think uh, the best place to go right now? Is there anything in the Mississippi uh, biting right now? I don't know. I haven't been here. That's the podcast I listened to said they're here. Well, they are. They've got big signs. Got the biggest one right there. If you're out uh, normally in this part of the country fishing for walleye, what's your setup to try to catch them? Oh, we like jigging minnow, um, crankbaits, drop shot, do a little drop shot now and then. Um, that's pretty much the go-to. Okay, you go to Canada fishing, uh, some of the best walleye fishing in the world, right? That's correct. Are you a shore lunch guy? I mean, for me, I love to fish for walleye, but I love to eat them at noon about as good as anything. Yes, sir. Every day. Yeah. Every day. When you go to Canada, how big a trip do you make out of it? Two weeks. Two weeks. We're, we're gone. We have a cabin we, at the place we stay, Press Lake Camp, and we stay two weeks. Well, do you fish for anything else? Yeah, I would do some bass fishing at home. My son likes to do some bass tournaments. I fish with him once in a while. Well, we appreciate you uh, tuning in the podcast, and we hope we'll provide you a little bit of information. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Murray Bait and Tackle is going to have a big fall tent sale on the 13th, 14th, and 15th. And, uh, Bob, what do we expect to have here? I, I understand you're also going to feed people. Yeah, uh, every spring and every fall we do uh, fall tent sale and a spring tent sale where we bring up our, a lot of our sports show stuff. 
Uh, we also have a wholesale business where we get uh, deals, closeout stuff, and we want to pass on the savings to our local customers. Uh, so it's October 13th, 14th, 15th, and then 16th. That's the Sunday. So Thursday through Sunday, next week, October 13th through the 16th, um, fall tent sale uh, out in our parking lot, uh, 1402 South Highway 52, Guttenberg, Iowa, Murray's Bait and Tackle. Look for the big walleye. Big walleye. And then uh, what we added this fall is we're going to do a fish fry. Um, and then we last spring we did uh, samples of all of our Edgewood brats that we have in the store. So we're going to do that again. Uh, that'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But we'll set up the show and the tent sale on Thursday. We should have it done about noon and uh, have a ton of deals. If you follow us on Facebook, Murray's Outdoor Store, um, on Facebook, we are giving away $2,000 worth of giveaways. So every $10 that you spend, whether it's in the store or out in the tent, you get a chance to win one of those giveaways. Last year, we gave away a uh, Frable bait cooler, um, a Bubba Flay knife. I know we just announced that today. It's a $150 knife. We do those four days of sales. We give away stuff. Uh, we feed you. And uh, we're just saying thank you to the community and stuff for supporting us, trying to pass on some savings of some stuff that we have that are closeouts. And then follow us on Facebook every day of the next seven days. I'm showing everybody what uh, one of the deals that we have. Today I announced that we're going to do rooster tail trout spinners, three for ten. Uh, Thursday through next Sunday, big event here at Murray's. Uh, come up and see the leaves. The leaves are prime right now uh the next couple weeks uh river road is phenomenal if you take that and just check out the color uh bring the family uh check out beth's stuff her stuff's 40 percent off over on uh the outdoor stores uh side of it and hopefully it'll be a good event now if people want some bait at the same time will they be able to get some here yeah we'll have full staff next weekend so we'll have people running everywhere a lot of the locals come and help us with these events uh uh, just the local guys that hang out and help us out, which we couldn't do be the business we are without those guys. So come in, say hi, hang out, tell some fishing stories, and uh, have some food on us. Adam Yerrington loves to fish for crappie. I got a chance to talk to him just a few days ago. Adam, as we are looking now at uh, cooler weather and the water temperature dropping, do you think crappie are going to start biting a little better? Uh, yeah, I do. I honestly believe they they bite all summer it's just uh they sure seem to group up a lot better in the fall make it a lot easier to to target them if you were telling somebody not your location but how to catch crappie what would you recommend their rig be and where they fish oh uh, you know minnows is, is the old standby i uh, enjoy fishing with artificials uh, a lot better but uh, there's nothing like watching a bobber go down a slip bobber rig uh, even the spring bobbers, you can go as simple as you want, in my opinion. Uh, some people make it way too difficult. In this fishery here, how big a crappie should you expect to be able to pull out? Uh, we've caught up to 13 so far, actually putting them on the measuring board. Uh, you know, we find underwater structure, if you have a basic, a basic 2D sonar, you find anything and uh, maybe throw a marker buoy on it and yep. and fish it and uh, yeah we've caught up to 13 13 inch crappies 13 inches long yes. that's a pretty good size crappie it's a good crappie anywhere uh, but a nine inch crappie is great to put in the fryer it's yep. a great size so well for little kids fishing 
They can really get into crappie and bluegill, can't they? Oh, you're darn right. There's nothing like, I still love watching a bobber go under. Any uh, ways that you get a little more exotic on fishing for crappie, or is it just basically the, the meat and potatoes like you're talking about? Yeah, uh, like I said, I, I enjoy uh, jig fishing for them with a, just a little 30-second ounce jig and, a, and a pl any sort of plastic. That's kind of my favorite way to fish for them because you get to feel, you know, any crappie fisherman will say feeling the thump uh, is some of the best. Um, so that's kind of how I fish for them. There's a lot of guys up here that use like a double minnow rig. Some people call it a perch rig and bounce it on the bottom. Um, I do find being close to the bottom... I catch a lot more fish early in the fall, but we'll start catching them a lot shallower, I think, now. Adam, this new braided line that uh, gives you more flexibility on a heavier line, what do you think of it? I've tried it in the past. I'm a straight mono guy. I put about, I'm mostly a six pound high-vis line for, for walleye to, uh, to crappies, to perch, to bluegills. I mean, I just kind of am a straight six-pound guy, high-vis, unless, of course, I'm casting crate baits for walleyes on a wing dam or something. But We haven't talked about uh, perch as of yet. I hear some people catching perch and supposedly more north of the dam here than south of the dam. Yeah, that's, that's what we found in uh, pretty much any weed edge. I know we like to look for the the wild rice seems like that's kind of if you see that and you see the weed edge that's where the that's where we do the best on perch are live bait best or you try the plastic uh we catch them on plastics but usually we just take worms seems like that's kind of a standby and worm split shot and a hook kind of the best way to do it best advice i can give to anyone is to keep it simple people get real difficult and it's just not that you you almost trick yourself into when you start trying to get way too crazy with things last thing and that is bob in this bait shop here what do you think of it oh bob's great he's a uh, fun to come in and talk to uh, i'm from south of here but it's always a joy to come in and talk to bob and give him a little heck and the regulars that are here to kind of chew the fat with them so yeah all right well adam thank you very much you betcha thank you here at murray's bait and tackle they cover the latest in new technology in fishing and uh, Bob Urban is here with me. And right now, people are talking about this new braided line. People fish with monofilament most of their lives. And now it appears to be quite a step forward. Yeah, so uh, we were just in here. A gentleman purchased a reel yesterday, couldn't get it lined up, so we were lining it for him. And I was explaining to him the difference between monofilament line, uh, which we all grew up using. Um, great for pan fishing. I still use it for pan fishing. Uh, this gentleman was a, a avid walleye fisherman, um, and my stepdad was working, sold him a nice reel, uh, Fluger XT reel yesterday because his was goofed up. I just put on some 10-2 for him, which is braided, and it's Power Pro. It's what I like. That's what we have here. Uh, every company out there is pretty much doing braided line now so and i'll give you a couple examples of it uh, if you come in here bulk we can get you power pro 20 pound 15 pound and 10 pound like 15 pound is four pound diameter which that would be four pound equivalent diameter and monofilament so, so the capability of it is that it casts a lot easier it does so a thinner line will cast a lot easier it's easier to handle it's easier it's more sensitive because um, it's a thinner line you can feel a little bit more with it but you still have the capability for 
getting a bigger fish and then like snag resistant as far as um, pulling something out, bending a hook. Some guys do like that strength. So you do have a little bit technology. It's just a lot of us don't like change. Um, so it's hard to get into that braided mindset. It took me a little bit, but I've been fishing it probably for 10 years now. But what is also cool is there's other companies out there and i would say the guys that cast a lot of lures like 832 suffix that we carry in the shelf it's eight braids woven 32 weaves per inch so it's one of the tightest and it's the best casting line i know of out there for that kind of stuff so the bass guys that are cast and stuff i know a lot of those guys like that so 832 suffix is another brand that would be Rapala's version vmc's version versus power pros their own brand and then uh, fireline trilene owns fireline so all those companies are really really good for that and then the monofilament line still works great we still use it for pan fishing for anything for tying leaders stuff like that there's something in between those two that a lot of people will be talking about to its fluorocarbon line there's less stretch it's pretty much invisible um clear water it works really really well and it's abrasion resistance it's got this crisp little coating on it uh 100 fluorocarbon line doesn't stretch as much so a lot of people like it for that versus monofilament as well. Now I'm assuming that uh, the braided line costs more than monofilament, so how much of it do you really need to put on your reel? Um, they come in 110 spools is what we always do, but you can put a lot on. Now remember we were two pound diameter, so you can fill that up as much as you want. You're going to want to change your line out every couple years for sure, so I don't put a ton on. I always leave a quarter inch or an eighth inch on my spool just to make sure. But if you wanted to fill it up, you could put a whole 330 yards of line on, on some of these spools on 10-pound Power Pro or braided line in two-pound diameter. And you could wind it for them right here. Yep, we have the line machine that we just took care of that customer with. And uh, he bought a reel from us yesterday. He wanted to bring in our receipt. Well, he described my stepdad with the nice, beautiful goatee that he has. And... I, we don't question people. You know, if we're going to take care of you, we put on $18 worth of line because he bought the reel here yesterday. Um, and he was happy. We, we let him go, uh, and he's going walleye fishing probably next week. Well, Jeff, you uh, have had the cold weather like everybody else has. When's the last time you went out after uh, uh, Bluegill, and how'd you do? Well, it was the 1st of October, and it was pretty brisk on a, on a startup because it was still little bit dark yet I like to go out right at sun up you know along with the duck hunters that were out yeah I went up to my favorite spot again and and it was kind of slow in the beginning but when the sun finally topped the horizon things picked up really good and and I think I was 6 30 when I got there and I left at nine with 25 nice big bluegills wow and good size bluegill this year oh yeah they're they're phenomenal they're huge I, I was just in awe of what I was catching. I mean, I've never seen that, well, a little bit last year and maybe the year before, but these are just, I mean, they're big, and I'm, I'm really shocked at how big they are. Give folks a little uh, education on how you'd recommend they try to catch them this time of year. Well, they're going to start to transition here when the colder weather comes, so they're going to not want the bigger baits. They're going to go to more of a waxworm, mousy kind of thing, you know what I mean, and you start using your ice fishing jigs. Uh, it sounds weird, but it, it's early, and, and they don't like the bigger stuff. They'll take the smaller stuff. 
that's when I start to carry waxworms with me, you know, and little bits of nightcrawler, if you don't put it on too heavy, they'll, they'll take on to that. But uh, they're going to get to a point now when the weather's cold, they're going to start getting in that mode where, you know, you're going to start ice fishing. You know I mean? If it forms ice, you're going to want something small. So I would recommend using waxworms and, and jigs this time of year. I ask you the other side of this, and that's eating bluegill. How do you uh, fix them? Well, we run across this stuff, and we use it at our, our festival in, in North Buena Vista, and it's called Drake's, and it's it's kind of like a flower, a seasoned flower, and we like to use that. You can put it on dry, or you can put it as a batter, wet it, you know what I mean, and, and mix it like pancake batter, you know, a little bit thinner, and then you dip your fillets in that and then put them in hot oil. So, But you got to make sure your oil is up to temperature. You want to fry them hot and fast. You don't want them laying in there drizzling around. You want them done quick. So, I mean, you make sure your oil is at at least 325. Then they'll hit the, the thing and they'll, they'll, you know, fry up real beautiful golden brown fast. So Sounds delicious. Thank you and good fishing. All righty. Thank you. Bob Urban at Murray's Bait and Tackle. This is week two of our podcast here, and we've already had some pretty good success. The people telling us they listened to it seemed to make your day when you found that out. Yeah, pretty confident. It's something new that we started, and uh, we had a gentleman from uh, a couple hours away that heard it coming up fishing, hearing that the fish are starting to bite, and just a nice little thing we're doing for northeast Iowa, I think. Well, tell me, as far as the fishing goes here for this week's report, what are you finding uh, that people are saying as they come in? Uh, similar. Similar bite, if not more fish are moving. So as the temperatures cool, the fish are going to be moving. Uh, the crappies are starting to school up a little bit more. We were getting one, two per brush pile. Now they're getting four to five per brush pile, and that's something that you'll see as the temps go down. Very, very chilly night tonight and tomorrow morning so that'll uh cool us off a little bit talk with my stepdad uh larry that works here on tuesdays and thursdays he was saying water temp yesterday was about 61 i think we might see it uh drop three or four degrees tonight so that'll only help uh walleye bites good and the perch bite is really good right now uh number one bite that i've heard of in the last couple weeks is the perch if you can get on weed lines again with red worms minnows they are starting to finally catch some jumbos which i thought would be uh the case as the water temperatures dropped uh but they're using bigger minnows for those 13 14 inch perch and that's a lot of the local guys that know how to fish it um stop into our store we can help you uh get set up just keep it off the bottom about six inches red worms minnows and weed lines, uh, preferably the ones the wind is blowing into or current is blowing into. Do you have uh, enough minnows of the right size for people? Uh, that's a good question. We're getting pretty low. I brought in uh, six, seven gallons Monday and then went to a buying sports show, and we were pretty well out yesterday. So I brought in uh, 10 gallons to get us through the weekend. We should be pretty good, but they come in and get their Beth scoops and... Uh, Friday's usually a good bait sales day, so uh, we do. We have three different categories now graded out. We've got our smalls, our larges, and then our XLs for walleyes, our mags. So uh, we should have enough to get you through the weekend. Crappie and uh, bluegill fishermen last week were talking about waxworms, and so I bought some, but I thought I was getting a, a can of skull. This is something that is just uh, historically what you get in a good old-fashioned bait shop is those cardboard containers skull copenhagen uh, we have guys bring those in and they just work really well for waxworm storage and in the livelihood of them so uh, yeah we definitely have those packaged about 30 counts for two dollars and fifty cents 
uh, and they last quite a while on those containers if you keep them 40, 50 degrees. Well, Bob, the shop is just uh, full. I mean, you have got uh, lots of supplies here for fishermen for just about anything they want. I understand you made a big show this past week, so you're looking for the latest and the greatest, I assume. We did. We uh, went up to one of our uh, distributors, Robinson Wholesale. They had a at a conference center, they had a sports show where you can go and look at the new and cool stuff from a lot of the big uh, sales rep companies. Uh, we did notice uh, a lot of new stuff coming out, new and improved uh, aeration systems for bait, um, lithium rechargeables, which will be coming in, hitting the shelves here. A lot of rechargeable aerators. Uh, I think Frabel's coming up with one. Clam had one out last year. Ingle on their new systems will have one. Just something convenient so we're not wasting D batteries. You go through D batteries quite a bit. Um, and a new rack that we have this week of liquid willow cat baits. It smells like willow cats in here today because uh, we're putting all those up. So we uh, have some custom colors. And I'll shoot a picture of that end cap. And you can tell what color we use for walleyes here in Guttenberg. Uh, there is a lot of exclusive colors to our pool and uh, you'll notice what color works really, really well here. Give me a little etiquette here. As you said, the temperature is going to be below freezing early morning, and I would think that uh, you might get some ice on the ramps. So what should you do to avoid making it to where the next guy in slides in the river with his four-wheel drive pickup and boat? Yeah, so this is something we were just talking about uh, this morning. Uh, with a gentleman that had some issues. I don't think we're going to run into it right now just because the concrete's going to be warm. But uh, walleye guys, the real fishermen, I say, and I'm just joking, but the, the guys that get out there and fish when the walleye bite's good, it's cold. And we'll fish all the way up to December until the ice. And some guys will push their boat out on the ice um, and get out. But when you're fishing that ramp and it's really cold in the mornings, and as it gets cool temps and it's freezing temperatures, uh, we just ask that you pull your boat out or your trailer out and just let it sit there. If you count to 20, let that water drain off um, and then quickly get that uh, boat trailer out of the ramp as fast as you can because that water isn't going on the ramp and freezing up. A lot of different boat ramps as you go further north. I know I fish Red Wing Pool 4 a lot. They have some sand there. But it's just something that you don't think about. I never knew when I was younger that that we needed to do that, or or and maybe half of the fishermen don't know that. I just want to try to educate some folks with that. We were just talking about it in the store today, and wanted to bring that up. But just let that water drip out, and if you're waiting there, people are going to understand. They're not going to get upset because we, as walleye fishermen and and cold water fishermen. Um, duck hunters all that know that that's why we're doing that because not everybody has a four-wheel drive truck or even in four-wheel drive you hit a sheet of ice and you're going back into the the river so well that wraps up our show for the day thanks to bob urban and his crew here at murray tackle and bait on the south end of guttenberg a friendly little place with all kinds of necessary tackle licenses bait and friendly conversation and don't forget about the big tent sale coming up october 13th through the 17th Thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Like us. Subscribe to us. Be safe out there. Have a good week and good fishing.